Hello and welcome to Sports Best Friends, a podcast that has more episodes than Winx has Group 1 wins. You have found me, Big T, sitting red-faced and ready to rumble like Trump at the UN. You found us in a room so small that with only the seven people jammed in here today, it is as crammed as the MCG AFL Grand Final. We have a live studio audience and tonight it is a full house. This, has a, this podcast yeah. has a higher average attendance than the Roosters games or GWS. We have Sophia Lee. She's the most consistent and most photogenic Sophie we've ever had on the podcast. And we welcome her back. Slowly getting the jokes and laughing minutes after the punchline is Wet 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 Rooster. And the world's greatest cow lick, a French boy trapped in an Australian man's body and constantly swimming in bone apple tea, it's Kaz Doug. <laughs> hey. Cheers yourselves, hello. <laughs> and changing our smelly socks that are our words into silk stockings for your ears is Mr. Merchandise and a man who has been having soft, fluffy dreams about Sam Kerr all week. It's Miguel Sanchez. Hi, hi, hi. And you won't remember that because you were so drunk. Soft, fluffy dreams are like when you <laughs> juice yourself in your sleep. I still have That's what Charles Wayne says. <laughs> and a man who has been waking up with his own bed tent dreaming about Stevie J from GWS. The GWS it's <laughs> sounds the like he likes to sleep Bonjour. in an oxygen tent. He <laughs> uh, believes he has some special power. That's my type of, that's my type of software, white cloud. <laughs> and to our employers, our views are our own, and that's particularly aimed at our football team who we cheerleader for, the punting poodles, and its directors, Kayleen Russell. And Day Rib, so they can't fire us like they just did, their ex-coach, Hez Dazzler. <laughs> Let's have some beers. Good one, man. Uh, the Doctor has brought in an absolute classic, a Storms. Talk the, us through it. The Storm Pale Ale. Well, They're from? It's the only Storm I'm going to be celebrating this week. Ah, <laughs> so. And uh, from Schmaldi, classic. Classic. By, Do you raise by a case for the I'd say it's better two, than Rivets just after packs. that first sip. That's oh, yeah. that's glorious. It's, just it's say, rated much above Rivet. Yeah. Is this your favourite LDB? For sure. This How does the, Rivets rate? Rivets are, uh, oh, I think they're like on low, the same par as water. They're good. Yeah. but Same par as water. <laughs> so water is way down your list of drinks. <laughs> <laughs> it's not necessary. Around for canned beer. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Miguel, tell us about your weekend for a week. Uh, the week was good. I mean, uh, last weekend, that was a tough podcast for me to get through. Mm-hmm. Monday was a real struggle. Did you listen back to it? Yep. And I was, <laughs> I was semi-impressed. Your, your cheers were out of step on Monday. I'll Everything was out of step. <laughs> I got swept by a magpie on the way to the uh, cheerleading practice. Didn't exist either. Monday. That was just you yeah, <laughs> imagining uh, I was struggling. Ah! I mean, I was pretty pretty happy with how that went because it could have gone a lot worse. Yeah. But uh, you just couldn't hear the drool slowly. No, it was just me. I like it. He was me. Yeah, (laughs) the truth came out. It was bad, (laughs) but uh, I had a great time. Uh, The week's been good. Obviously, cheerleading practice wrapped up for a little bit. Yeah, we had our mad Monday for a few weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that that Monday Friday was quite mad in the end. Monday Friday. Oh, the Friday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I missed out on the Friday. That was a great. It was a great time. Yeah. Anything interesting? Oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you another time. McDonald's. Yeah. No, no, not me. Not me. Uh, and the, just now you were sucking down some dicks. Yeah, at the dicks. <laughs> yeah. That was a great time with some, some boys I haven't... Actually, this is a really like, interesting yes. part. With some boys who were like, hey, aren't you on a podcast? I was like, well, funny you should mention it because I'm going to extricate myself from there and ah. go and record it now. Yeah, I've listened to like bits and bobs. Mm. So super excellent blokes. And you are famous. Any reviews? Yeah. No. 
Nothing. They yet. don't listen too far in, I don't think. Oh, right. They hear your voice. <laughs> the, in- <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the intro is gone. Sign that AFL shit. <laughs> Hello and what? Pause. That's about it. Uh, Next. Doctor, what about you? Oh, pretty busy weekend. Went up into the Blue Mountains yesterday. Went and visited the Botanic Gardens in Mount Tomar and then came down, back down the hill and went horse riding because... Oh, dang. Fancy. We are going to Chile at the end of the year and... Um, really? ...are considering doing a multi-day horse ride, so we thought we might Shut actually... Up. Wow. See Learn how a, to ride a horse. See what a horse feels like for an hour. Um, so that might... Feel like what a horse <laughs> feels like for an hour. Jeez. And I'm then, sure your wife already knows, right? But you're, you're still getting used to it. <laughs> 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 Shit <laughs> Too far Yeah um, It was good, great football And <laughs> <laughs> She You can't really walk back From this one Yeah <laughs> Had to pay for it too Yeah <laughs> <laughs> And so You um, mean multi-days And you're going to be on a horse for a day And then you get off Yeah we were considering Riding across the Andes At one stage But that's going to be too long. Sounds too far. relatively treacherous. Yeah, pretty tall set of mountain ranges too. That's all I've heard. So we just went for a short ride yesterday and today we've been chilling out, playing some cards, mm. learning a new yeah. French game totally from... clear and not rigged card game yeah. whatsoever. It's very complex. <laughs> the cow lake over here on the left. Yeah, um, stitching everyone up. Look at his smiley one. Yeah. So that was good. Some kind good of weekend. card game. That's right. Uh, How I, was your weekend? I spent my weekend with the fam at... Barawang, which we're now calling Bonawang. Bonawang. <laughs> and it was great to see the Marge and Parge. Parge was very excited about football. I don't think he can really uh, ask to, or not ask, I think he feels like he needs to watch SBS thrillers when Marge is there. But then when I'm there, he feels like he's culturally allowed to watch the football. And so when I was there, he was like, oh, Channel 9. Oh, I'm so sorry. I have to stop this SBS thriller. Channel 9's on. And, <laughs> Midsummer Murder. Uh, yeah, well, no. But Midsummer Murder, but in... In Dutch, or oh. there has to be some sounds you know, horrific. <laughs> anyway, so that was great. I had a great time with them and the most beautiful tiger. Uh, speaking of the tigers, the West Tigers have continued their walk along the NRL tightrope. Again, every team has continued their amazing uh, tightrope run. Before we start, at boring NRL guy on Twitter, excellent account if you're not around him generally. He wrote at the beginning of this weekend, lol. A girl on Tinder just asked if I wanted to go and see a movie tonight. <laughs> Get real, Sophie. It's fri- It's finals footy time. <laughs> uh, Friday, the Bronx and the Storms were in the Muddy Yarra. <laughs> An incredible first half of football. I had to listen to the first five uh, in the car where was, we were going down to the... Bonawang. Bonawang. And it sounded more like they were calling a horse race. It was so frenetic and crazy. Yeah. So many names, so many shit happening. Uh, when I was watching the game, I haven't watched a game that had so many errors and still had such amazing skill and quality football. In fact, it reminded me a lot of that Sharks and Cows game a few weeks ago where Picanti and I were oh, watching Everyone it. was knocking it on. Yeah, everyone was knocking it on. But it was just... The, and, and so you're watching the incredible football leading up to the inevitable knock-on, but it was still brilliant <laughs> to watch. I loved it. Uh, eventually, though, the Fox, who was just lightning in a bottle, finally put the Storms over one on the Hooter. And so at halftime, they were up 8-0. Which was more, it looked like it really should have been 1814, but except for the errors. But by the 50th minute, you could see the Bronx finally uh, slow down, lose a bit of direction, particularly on fifth tackle. Storms continue with their high energy running and offloading, and they really started to put the points on. And by the 65th minute, you could see that she was over. Bronx throwing dirty late shots and lamenting their injuries through the year and their inability to execute. And so then by the Ooh. 80th minute, it was. It's a bit like my. 
Dear Arsenal letter. 30 nil. <laughs> By the end of it, was the 80th minute was 30 nil. The Storms had booked yet another flight to Sydney for the last game of the year. And don't we all not give a shit about it? In fact, Michael D40, who's a Parramatta fan, wrote, I can't wait to watch the Storm in another grand final. At NRL shit, no one says. Which, of course, was really true about them. Which, again, is an excellent account at NRL shit, no one says. Uh, and also our friend of the pod, Simo, who's a massive Broncos fan, wrote in, well, very happy with the season. Played very well all year. But in the end, only one team was able to score in the night. Sucked in Geelong. We're on to the grand final. Calm the Crows. <laughs> a cheeky the motherfucker. Ultimate jump ship. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he set us up. NRL, I don't even know what that sport is anymore. <laughs> and the end of the Chicken Palmer's book. I was going to ask if Chicken Palmer had had posted his final mm. Hold on, Darius, chapter Darius Boyd his. hasn't been on Mad Monday yet. <laughs> he has sent in a book with he just has, a few yeah. empty pages, damp with the tears of failure. <laughs> It's worse than, worse than. Uh, I had a sneaking suspicion he wouldn't even write anything this week. He hasn't. I'm telling you, it's oh, empty pages. They're actually empty blank. pages. Oh, weird. Yeah. He can't cry into his phone, Miguel. I've made it. It's a metaphor. Yeah, he's no, going for the crows too. It's 2017, but mm. what can we do? It's worse than um, poor old K Bay. K Bay at least whinges into his phone. That's right. Chicken Palmer can't even pick it up. Saturday night. I know you watched this one, Miguel, because you were. Tweeting frantically Saturday night. You look yeah, concerned. Yeah. What's wrong? No, 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 not at all. I was just yeah. I thought we were staying on the last game. God, get involved. Didn't, didn't the first point get scored in the thirty eighth minute? Talk about it. But tell me. What's well, ridiculous? It. I mean, how many points is the team going to put on? Both teams like have been at the top for the whole season. That's got to be a terrible way for them to go. It's not out. First points, by the way. That was first try. I think it was the thirty eighth. Someone kicked it. Yeah, on. and twentieth minute. Does that but... really count? Are we counting that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are counting yeah. it. Yeah. Referees did. Stupid scoreboard. I'm like sick of counting points. I couldn't believe. Because I didn't watch that game. Yeah. And Fat Dave, when yeah. I was there last night, yeah. said, oh, that's, this, this happened. I had to clarify that four or five times because of my own illiteracies, but also because he doesn't explain things very well. <laughs> um, <laughs> that that had happened. But also that it had happened from 38 minutes on to, mm. and you say in the 58th minute you thought it was over. Yeah, they Ridiculous. blasted it. Yeah. Like that to me is just con- total capitulation. Yeah. I think that's some late Bellamy- news that a whole bunch of teams forgot there was a second half this preliminary <laughs> finals. Bellamy blamed it on having a week off. So he was saying they both looked rusty and shit, but by the time you get into the 50th, 60th minute, you can tell which team has had to play a bunch of finals games and which teams had a week off. Yep. They had the week off, so they kept pushing. Broncos you think they'd get at least one in. Yeah, I mean that, that that's is embarrassing. It's right? embarrassing yeah. to go out that way. And it's not any surprise that Chicken Palmer hasn't written anything because yeah. I wouldn't. If I was that guy, mm. like, well, he's written as many. <laughs> he's made the right call there. <laughs> he's written as many words as the Broncos scored points. <laughs> Boom. Uh, so Saturday, yeah. you good? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, sorry. Saturday, rooting stars and the cows at the foam neck brace, and the rooting stars went down 16-29. What a game! That was an excellent game to watch. Woof. Morgan was amazing, and his highlight for me wasn't his 40-20 early in the game. It wasn't his exceptional defence where in the 20th minute he was barrelling people back into the in goal to get drop goals, to get a drop a line drop out. It wasn't his 60, 76-minute drop goal to put them up by Please seven. Please tell me his post-match interview. No, I didn't see it. What oh, was that was gold. No, I didn't, watch, I didn't I even didn't watch the game, that. but he was just so happy with himself and so happy. Why wouldn't you be? How they've come from eighth to make it the grand mm. final and they just sort of rub so much salt into that rooster wound. <laughs> <laughs> Making yeah, a Franco burger a out of like it. Salty crackers. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent chicken burgers, by the way. Anyone in Sydney, Franco, let's get a Petersham. And uh, views are our own. Um, 
My my highlight I think you though. Have that view as you. <laughs> I'm just making sure in case fucking heads dazzle, fucking hates it. <laughs> it was in the 54th minute. They're attacking the try line. They're I think down at the time by four or something, and he catches the ball over his back left shoulder, and then pings a guy, not the first lead runner, but the second forward who hits a sorry the center who hits a hole because of his ball and they scored to put them up yeah. so the fact that he would catch it at his head mm. and be able to transfer it almost at the same time as being tackled through his body and then hit the guy in the exact spot is incredible and that that kind of shit would change a team that's not just like we're now up those players would be like holy fucking shit that's legendary crap that that inspires people Dominic. to do the next thing it's yeah. unreal what a dude uh anyway but i also loved well, when Fergie Ferg scored, I mean, he had a fucking clanger of a drop, which looked great. But he scored. <laughs> he also scored a try, which I, I'm getting I to that. To but cry he about. and that was off an error, and he scores. And I think the the Roosters then get up, but he handballed the Did he? the Steeden. Oh, like it was a Sheridan, oh. and that Code is switch. fucking terrible. And I could the moment that happened, I was like, the gods of rugby league are gonna fucking hate that you would go poop. That ball, and yeah. they did. They fucking struck that struck well, that douchebag down. So many reasons he deserves it, but particularly that you should never bring AFL into this house. Cows scored an amazing. Yeah, apart from this one, you shouldn't. Oh, I meant I meant rugby league's house, not uh, the uh, not the actual uh, house, not the recording studio of no, legends. Um, <laughs> cows scored um, security. <laughs> cows scored an amazing uh, overs ball from Mogan Moga hitting uh, Leonard on the outside of his man. Allowing him to get felt on for that incredible try at the end. I don't know if you saw that one. But I saw felt grounding on that. Yeah, but again, if you look, you got to look. Do you think back. he meant to do that? One hundred percent. In the sense that turn the ball in your hand to make sure that you've grounded just the part what? inside of the line. So I mean, it seems too precise about. to me for an NRL. Morgan, player. I was talking a lot of rugby league jargon. You've got a lot of time to think thing. out in the wind. But his overs ball. <laughs> Morgan, when you hit an overs ball, means you see that you have two guys running at each other and you throw the ball so that he has to catch it on the outside of his man. So he first throws that one so that when Linnett gets that, he then is put Linnett and Kyle Felt 2 on one because of that incredible pass. And then when Felt draws the guy and gives it, they have a training session thing that most rugby league Training sessions have a thing where you have you're standing on outline thing uh, on like an outline of a small like square, line. yeah, and you have numbers just like we do in in cheerleading things. You have yeah. numbers and you shout one, and then those two one. have to run in the inside of things. And so one guy scoops up a ball and he is one on one with that guy, and he has to try and get the ball over the line through any yeah. means. And so through that crazy training session, they are constantly training to do those crazy dives, one hand things. And so it would eventually become one nature when you do that for an entire preseason. Because I watched the replay and I thought, he's doing some, like the way he grabbed it mm. and the way then he put it down wouldn't, doesn't look natural to me. Yeah. But maybe he's actually and trying to do something. And the think about transferring his hand, the ball from one hand to the other to palm the dude, get yeah. tackled, and then that thing's unreal. What that was, dude. yeah, it was an insane try. And it's not his first one. The dude's done it a bunch of times, like in the 2015 grand final. Picanti, our roaming reporter's written in. Brilliant. Seeing the Roosters lose is always satisfying, but this was something else. People are throwing the word uh, around words like complacent, but in my opinion it was just bad form. There was about 20 minutes around the middle where they looked all right, but the rest of the game was full of errors and terrible completions. On the other hand, the Cows' defence was too good and their completions were excellent. The combination of Morgan and Lowe was unstoppable. Love an underdog. Love it. And also Rob Benchard, at Benchard Rob, and I t he told us how to say his name and I've already forgotten. <laughs> oh, did he? I, yeah, he tweeted to us. We'll still mispronounce it. Yeah. That was I'm sure that bank. was right. I feel sorry for all 1,500... No, I feel sorry for all 1,500 Roosters supporters that attended their first game of the year tonight. 
Love it. And, of course, one of our super best friends that's never been on the pod, at one tiger underscore, fuck you, Cox, yeah, the boys. Yeah. <laughs> and K-Bay got in on it. Last, hey. last comment of the thing. That's not. Did not watch either game intently. <laughs> I had I had a principle. <laughs> I had people over. Watch the AFL instead. Great effort by the Cowboys coming from eighth. I think the Storm will be too strong, but the Cowboys still in with a little hope, but we need... But need to start well. It's not even sad. I just thought I'd give it a sad vibe. It wouldn't be K-Babe if it wasn't sad, right? That's right. Uh, did you have anything you wanted to add to that? Yeah, well, I went to Fat Dave, so I was going to mention mm-hmm. about my weekend, but he made some delicious burgers and we watched the game. And Can cook. Fat Dave adamantly denies that he's Bulldogs supporting, <laughs> and that was a big point of con- contention that night. <laughs> what the fuck is this guy talking about? <laughs> um, we watched the game. Come on the pot and prove And you think you get fired up about the Cowboys playing the Roosters because you want the Roosters to lose. Fat Dave was neck level, kid oh. sleeping on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah! Like, at try time, it was, it was an excellent oh, he loves the fire experience. Up. In the game, though, it was, I mean, we said to each other, not that we're by any means rugby league aficionados, yeah. but no one on the Cowboys had a bad game. Yeah, good Could, call. Couldn't see it. Couldn't see it. Winnerstein played really well. Lachlan Coote, I thought, was really solid yeah. in the back. Didn't, I don't think he dropped one or made one sort error. of yeah. cataclysmic error. Um... Ethan Lowe, kicking game. I mean, yeah. imagine replacing JT as the kicker yeah. in your team. That's got a. I mean, the great thing is JT has, has to step down and so many players have to step up and they all have done it. Yeah. And Ethan Lowe was kicking with one eye. He looked like a fucking pirate yeah. who lost his yeah, hat. Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> Just... But he had 100% kicks for that, that, that whole game. Yeah, so he was, was unreal. Michael Morgan obviously played exceptionally well. Yeah. I didn't think the Roosters played that badly, but mm. the commentator said, and I hate to agree with the commentator because... You know, Fuck they're not great. Mm. Let's commentator blame right up here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. fault. Commentator's fault. Com fault. Uh, but they are gritty. The Cowboys never looked like they were yeah. losing their composure, even when they were losing. Yeah. And I think that really, really paid off for them. If if at origin when JT was injured, you said that they would make the grand final, mm. I would have told people that they were mm. it's the same as betting on uh, my origin bets. Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> like... Yeah, yeah. O'Neill for the cows did have a bad game, but you're right. And the other interesting thing that happened was um, the the big forward Jared Weir Hargraves. Well, we're, we're Jared Hargraves. We're here, yeah, that dude, dickhead. Uh, he <laughs> and I hate the Roosters too. <laughs> he um, he called out Tamalola during the week, being like, "I'm gonna fucking smash that guy. Don't worry about that guy. I got him. He or mine." They, uh, someone tweeted. About the the meters, Tamalola had like two hundred twenty four, which is his fucking normal beast mode amount of meters. Yeah. And JWH had like twenty five, <laughs> and just with, just yeah. looked stupid. And he gave away an important penalty at the end and put the cows up by six. He's just he didn't have a great game. That was going to and from the bench too. I couldn't believe True. how composed the drop goal was either from Morgan. Yeah, I mean you you telegraphed the play. Yeah, easily someone running towards him. It, it was as though. That person wasn't even there. Yeah, and kicked an excellent yeah. field goal. And the other thing is, he he had the um, brilliance to also they had they did that the set before, and they went to him. He went, I can't kick it, and dumped it off, and they tried to score on the corner. Yeah, because they went, they, they, they passed back twice yeah. to try and get away from them, and yeah. decided that, that was not. not and then they took the two in the last part. Yeah, because, because why would you not take the two? Jared Weir, yeah, I mean, I hate to away. see people take the two because I want to see. Fucking try well, times all over. You want to see Fat Dave up out of his yeah, 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 yeah. Like waking up as a kid, being like, "Oh, sorry, sorry, big fella." <laughs> but uh, that was an excellent, an excellent yeah. play. So I really enjoyed. It. That was a great game of football to watch. 
If there was going to be a game that you wouldn't watch next weekend, it would have been Storm versus Roosters. But oh, the yeah. fact that the Cowboys are there yeah, makes it's a great it narrative. partially um, palatable. Yeah. In terms of I would what's like to acknowledge Sunday. Boyd Cordner and Luke Keary. I think Luke Keary had a pretty good game. Boyd Cordner is always great, but I was saying yeah. that Parge in the Because I hate half. the Roosters, but that's with asterisks. You know, like there are some players on there that yeah. aren't bad blokes. Just Blake Ferguson carpets everyone with his <laughs> stench of awfulness. And also Mitchell Pierce isn't doesn't seem to be a nice human being either, and he doesn't play very good football. So I'm no, happy neither like is him. Jared. Um, but the you said something before. Oh, Cordner had an excellent first half, and I seen a page that they needed him to have another big line break second half if they're going to have any kind of hope. And he never did. So. Um, just briefly before we move on from rugby league, Gillaroos beat the Orchards forty-two to four. That was the first time the Gillaroos have ever played a game overseas against another thing, so that was great. Clinical display, heaps of points um, scored in the first half, and then it just faded away. Took the hockey team? No, no, no. It's the Australian women's football team. Women's rugby league team. Oh, oh right. Okay. They're in PNG at the moment. It was great to see history happening, and I really hope that continues in the future. Also, the Kangaroos um, smashed the, the gentlemen's PNG team as well. But after 16 minutes, it was level at 6-all, and when um, PNG went over and scored, there was like 14,000 people there, and they went fucking the nuts. Insane. It was so yeah. rad because they, it's their national sport. They fucking live and die by that shit. And to see them up, and then they were winning 8-6 like 10 minutes after that, so they were going crazy. Unfortunately, the second half, though, fitness came over and smashed everybody. Particularly, Sorry, that was also a point about the Cowboys game, is that it was such a quick game. That they should have they faded. Ca- they didn't. Yeah, no, they one, no one faded. Yeah. Even the Roosters ke- like, kept up a little bit. Mm. They faded more than the Cowboys. But the Cowboys, Dave, Fat Dave said to me, he said, you watch like 70th minute, this will all stop happening. It's still happening, like yeah. all the way to the... Ramped up, they scored again in yeah. the 77th minute. Yeah. What's going to be the score on next Sunday? Okay, we'll get there in a sec. Hold on, hold on, hold on. 65. 65? <laughs> We've got <laughs> tipping at the end, hold on. Uh, it's not score betting then. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it in a sandwich. <laughs> no way. Kangaroos blew them apart by the end of it. Anyway, it was 48-8 uh, by the end of the game because they had no slight, the PNG had no slight defence or anything like that. Anyway, let's move on to this... I love sports. <laughs> What's happening in the Apple? Well, if you only read the headlines, the Tigers have made the final. I know. Isn't that, I'd cut that out and put it up on my wall. You should. Um, apart from the absolute shellacking that Adelaide gave Geelong on Friday night, I was a little bit... We've, you've been poking at the beast the whole time about why are there so many... Who is like, the beast in the this score sense? Because it's not you. Are you you are not beast? a beast. AFL is the beast. Oh, right. AFL okay. is the beast. Okay. Because it's so... Um, <laughs> not you. You're not the beast. Far from it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Adelaide just ripped uh, a new one in Geelong. They were so dominant. The scoreline was only... They only won by 61 points. But if you look at the score tracker, Geelong didn't feature once, didn't come back their way, just kept tracking and tracking Oof. towards Adelaide. And they were absolutely clinical. Like you're talking about the Broncos and the Storm knocking on but playing great football. Yeah. Adelaide made made it look like um, Geelong had less numbers on the park. Yeah, right. So that was a – it was exciting in to watch how good Adelaide were pulling Can together. Mm. But it's also a little bit scary because they're um, – I don't think they're going to be able to do that when there's like a quality defense. And you're backing them down. Adelaide. Oh, I'm, I think that's, that that's going to be the greatest game too? this weekend coming. Just putting it out there. So they? The AFL grand final is oh, going to be, be much, much better competition than the um, NRL grand final. Just <laughs> if I could it, sandwich bet that I would. Yeah, probably not. Right, 
Um, because the Tigers also, the GWS put it to the Tigers last night or yesterday afternoon, and I was actually quite confident at the end of the first quarter with GWS how mm. they were playing because they were playing yeah. similar to the Crows. Um, but the Tigers just pulled it back and they had, there was 98,000 people yeah, at the MCG. Amazing. And I think... How many? 98,000. And like eight And of I those think there was GWS probably or... maybe a dozen yeah. GWS supporters. <laughs> yeah. because Thomas Russell. The one was Russell. He was in there. Yeah, he's over in the founding the member USA. boys. <laughs> he was up in the USA, wasn't he? Yeah, isn't he, he already there? Oh yeah, but I was trying to brace Rutley. It doesn't uh, matter where he yeah, is, yeah. really, in the country. Right. Now you've ruined it. A found, <laughs> foundation member there. flies away from a grand final potential grand yeah, final. That's a classic, there, fucking yeah. fan group. No hope. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the Tigers have made the grand final after forty-five years. Oof, so that's a big drought. Nineteen eighty-two was the last time that they have made the final. But one of the best um, facts that have come out of this whole like pre- post-match game highlights and stuff, there isn't one player that has played a grand final before in this Either team. coming week. Oh, Not one wow. player in the grand final That's awesome. has ever played in the, a grand final, which would be amazing as a player because mm. you'll be shitting yourself. Mm. And there'll would be you no feel one around. better as a player knowing that no one else is? No. Well, I don't know. That, yeah, but the, the only... experience, you'd feel like, fuck it, everyone else is in the same There's boat. only two other times. From the other team or from your team? I'd want someone in my team who's been there and can talk us through. But yeah. if you're looking at both teams and you're thinking no one here has played... But it wouldn't be a Tiger Alive nearly that has been in the grand final. <laughs> 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 it's been it's over a generation. Yeah. So, um, was it? Oh, there's been only two times. The first one was the very first grand final. In VFL, where no one had ever obviously played a grand final. Yeah. And the other was one year after World War Two, I think it was, that, um, no, when actually. the sport was coaxed by the Axis. Many years earlier, it was 1894 rather than World War II. I'll just go back to They're my, very my similar facts. Dates, very close. <laughs> 1898. Yeah. So before Federation Jeez. was the only other one. So that's pretty exciting because I'm looking forward to the quality, but I hope no one chokes really mm. from either team. Looking forward to a fair contest. Fair contest. Yeah. Great game. The umpiring has been sensational, and that's one thing. That's another difference between the commentators in NRL and AFL is the commentators absolutely like give them um, pats on the backs about yeah. how they're letting play go because it's good for the game and yeah. how they're really noticing about how they're um, distinct not giving lack of refs faulting. Interesting, like, but mm. I'm sure there's a whole undercurrent of rest fault going on. But I was listening to, I was in uh, the Dick Wang, Boner Wang <laughs> pub. He'll sit with you soon. You could do better than that. <laughs> at the Boner Wang pub, and they had the um, AFL final on for a small period of time. And they, the commentator then was complaining about one of the players constantly complaining to the referee. Yeah, right. I only saw 30 seconds and I was just like, that's the best 30 seconds. It's probably the only time anyone's going to talk about refereeing this game and I just happened to hear it. But I was just like, that's because they were complaining about that. They yeah. were saying, like, he's slow, like, he's fucking everything up for his yeah. team because he keeps complaining to the referee. But there's a whole, there's quite a lot of match review um, business going to happen early in the week with a whole bunch of Trent Conchin, his Richmond's captain, is potentially facing it. He. <sighs> was going hard at the ball and his shoulder ended up in another guy's face. You sound like his defence lawyer. Um, he's going half <laughs> of the ball and somehow, miraculously, sir, it was, you're on it. It was a great tackle, but somehow they got Blake's chin got in the way. Mm. Um, <laughs> so, And there's another Crows, um, Rory Sloan, who's one of their like best players. He's got two minor indiscretions and he gets a third, which potentially could come out Ooh. of... 
um, Friday's game, he automatically misses the grand final. So shit, they're two great players who played well this weekend. So be sad if they rule. They're not if they're not participating. Yeah. And uh, Miguel, how's your hobby sport going? Uh, it's been a fairly boring week in the EPL. There's always mm. those weeks where the matchups are Surprising. not great. I'm going to rattle them off with. You said that last week actually that the that sometimes yeah. they're not great. How a often of... are they great? Uh, when you get the big teams playing each other is when they're great, but that only happens you know a few times every season. Okay. But I'll rattle them off cool with an sport. excellent sentence about. Can how you make shit... it sound a bit more exciting? Yeah, <laughs> well, it's a fucking Some great sport, and I got heaps this. of notes about excellent games that <laughs> happened outside of the Premier League. Oh, great! Uh, the first was West Ham versus Tottenham. You would expect Tottenham to win that, and they did three <laughs> two. Set you up. I was looking but past I also thought that, you know, they should have done better there. Burnley played Huddersfield nil all, and Huddersfield, for those playing at home, is Aaron Moy's oh, yep. team, and a man I spoke very passionately about last week. can't really remember all of what I said about the bald eagle. You offered marriage, and you're waiting for the plebiscite to go through, and then Moyes will say yes. Moyes, my boy. Yeah. Everton meet Bournemouth. <laughs> man City, 5 nil to Crystal Palace, and Man City do Oof. this. Crystal Palace one? doesn't matter what team it is. doesn't matter if the team's from the top half, bottom half, top quarter, they've Still got this number this season that's five against any team that decides to play them. Yeah. And it's kind of terrifying. Yeah, that's... Crystal Palace is shit, yeah. but five is a big scoreline and, and mm. it's kind of, it's really scary. I mean, I'm hoping they dip off, which they generally do towards like midway through the or season. Or down to three nil. <clears throat> yeah, three, <laughs> two maybe. <laughs> like there's two. And, goal... and, and if the other team hasn't scored, just one. Yeah. Fellas, <laughs> we'll like give, give us one. <laughs> Mercy uh, United beat Southampton one nil, which again isn't is a uh, you would expect them to do better than that. Chelsea smashed Stoke four nil. Watford, Rutley's excellent team of the Mooseheads, for uh, no yeah. two one. Did they get a Swansea. goal? No, they got a goal. They got two goals. Two, oh, they won against Swansea. Liverpool just edged out Leicester City three uh, two. And Leicester are premiers from two years ago. Oh, yeah, that team. But they've kind of given up the ghost since then, so I think Liverpool should have done better there. <laughs> uh, the better... Well, not the better games. Arsenal's playing West Bromwich, and if we don't win that, that's oh. minorly upsetting, majorly upsetting. But what scoreline are you winning that? Because you've been like ragging on... Like fucking 15 nil. Yeah, right. Yeah, catch up for what you've lost the whole, <laughs> the whole start of the season. You and a man Because it brings me to my next Level point. So I was looking against... at the table this morning in a bit of uh, dishevelment, not feeling great about everything. It all looks as it should. Are you at okay? Sorry, big guy. No, I'm not. I'm not okay <laughs> about this. Man City football? at the top, okay. Man United at the top, Chelsea, Tottenham. They're the top four. And that looks normal, doesn't it? Then Liverpool at number five, that also looks pretty Is Arsenal normal. in the top ten? Well, I if I just then. fucking scroll down to the next <laughs> screenshot. <laughs> break another fucking... Twelve. Oof. <laughs> Twelve. And I've got an interesting point about it in my next part, but the gap is huge. Right now, and it's only round. What, what do you six. want to be in top four? Yes, I'm so Champions glad I'm not on this podcast as an Arsenal supporter. Yeah, and also <laughs> well, I feel I... like there aren't any of them, so because <laughs> there aren't any left, they've all like, right. jumped ship to other teams. And if we can just rewind, maybe our merchandise can put in the soundbite of our sandwich bet from like week three. Oh, the but um, and we'll just go to that now. <laughs> and then you really don't need to do. You're writing the time down. No merchandise. Don't do it. The um, the when I was feeling super posy and yeah, yeah feeling now great the Tigers need, just need football. to come 24th <laughs> what, in, a, in a team of we're, we're in a, in a competition six, of 16 teams. This is round six, it's round six, but yeah, the dis- right. disparity early, between man. the top teams and Arsenal is I like, I think we skipped over my smashing of you. Our, <laughs> too late, too late, bet, can't help you. My sandwich bet is that I need to come double whatever you do, 
in a comp that has only 16 yeah, so teams, 12, I need to come 24. There aren't even that many fucking teams in the comp. <laughs> uh, we, can be, we can be dropped that can't even have it. We could drop and still win this bet. Yeah. So we yeah. played two games this week, though. As you were. Tough schedule. <laughs> we played something called the League Cup and call it my um, fading knowledge of outside cups beside the Premier League. Mm. We played Doncaster, which are League One, so below it's Premier a League. Isn't it? Doncaster. <laughs> it sounds like a cigarette brand. It's a racing <laughs> course. They look like they all smoke cigarettes <laughs> on that Pack table. of Donnie's sense. <laughs> it's two leagues below. So there's a championship below, League One, and they're not even a good League One team. They're 19th in that league. Uh, Lost. We won. 3-0. 1-0. Oof. Where did we win 3-0? These are guys from the pub that like may have played football once upon a time, yeah. probably smoking some Doncasters <laughs> out the front. Cardiovascular <laughs> yeah, fitness is at an all-time low. Yeah. Do you remember that game last year? It's halftime year? and in a bloody night, yeah. Donnie. Yeah, just remember the it's last the year. It's the Shane won at halftime. Yeah. Yeah. Have a Coke and a Durry. There Fuck. was that minor league game versus <laughs> Premier League club last year where old mate cracked a pie. Oh, the goalkeeper. Um, the goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> on the sideline. For the, for Doncaster? During the game, no, different team. But no, it's, 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 it's the same. Until told otherwise, it was a Donny Q and he was... <laughs> can we follow Donny Q? Can you please make sure that oh, Doncaster... I'll make does, sure I, I get Doncaster in on this. Go the Donny. In terms of play, Walcott, who I mentioned in a podcast earlier on, should have left in Sydney at the preseason thing. Terrible player. Should have oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. scored the one goal that won us, yeah. but the rest of his play was shit. And that's super frustrating because you can't undersell that ability to score important goals mm. in a game. But also everything else is fucking garbage. <laughs> so, like, where does that leave them? Giroud, who's my favourite Frenchman now. Yeah. <gasps> Apart from the Kelly? Sorry, Apart Kaz. from Kaz Dog over here. Bonjour, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Uh, he had an excellent work ethic, man. Yes. The guy was, he gets no, none of that fame about Arsenal. He's been there for a long time. No one really cares what he does, but he actually plays really hard. So that was exciting. Sanchez, who is the Chilean who may or may not be on his way out. Love that and guy. it's very obfuscated in terms of his. Is that a word? Obfuscated? Or maybe it's a Chilean word. Yeah. <laughs> Find out when you go over there. For he looked me, lazy. Right? <laughs> and he played this game. <laughs> He, he played this game, but He's not the next out. Premier League. So I, I rewatched because last podcast, Chelsea played Arsenal. He's got a gig with um, Doncaster. Oh, fuck, <laughs> that was so good. We drew against Chelsea last week. That's what I really oh, want right. to talk about. Because obviously it hadn't been played last podcast. Yeah. Also, I wasn't in a capacity to follow it in any way. <laughs> yeah, well, there was a fucking white ball in the field. <laughs> That's great. It seemed to be 11 players each side. Uh, they looked really good. And that's, that's really weird. Like the draw, I woke up and I, I looked at it and I was like, oh, I really would have loved to win. But they, they actually, I watched the replay, they look like a Premier League team fighting for top four. The problem for us now is that the disparity is so big in points on the table that even if we turn it around, now we're relying on other clubs to lose. lose. Mm. And that's not the place you want to be before week 10. But Arsenal, the Cowboys, the Cowboys but Arsenal had the opposite start last year and were near the top of the yeah. Premiership. And then just absolutely Maybe this sucked will, a big this will one do better for us, when it came to the second half of the it, season. I, I wrote a note. I said, look like the attitude in the camp has changed. Like there was a, after that Liverpool thumping, mm. it was very negative. And that's when I wrote my very <laughs> emotional letter mm. to the club. Did uh, you get a response seemed, from it? No. Well, they won the next week. Yeah, well. Enough of a I was response. hoping for a it's enough of a response for me. Uh, it looks like it's changed, but it, it's unfortunate now that it's in the hands of someone else. We could keep winning games, winning games, that's winning games. That's where excitement comes from. That's yeah. where the Cowboys got to. Mm. Well, there you go. And Chelsea got another red card in that game, which is about four in a row for us. So, Dick, you fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I got. For the yeah, red. Yeah. Frustrating. Wow! 
Hey, before we move on to our wows, Gus did his own wow this week when um, Latrell Mitchell kicked the ball dead off the kickoff for the second <laughs> time. Did he do it twice? He went, wow. <laughs> and gave it to him in real life. I can't believe I didn't even think of that. When we were talking about it before, fuck, that was so good to watch. It was great. Oh. And, yeah, you were blowing up on Twitter about that one. But the fact that, the fact that I had the real, the real tweet material, though, from, from that game. But we'll talk about it later. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'd like to thank all the Twitter people for their support oh, okay. during okay. this okay. tough time. Uh, so let's, Miguel, what's wowing you? Wowing me is Todd Gurley for the Rams. We watched a bit at the Pickle Factory mm-hmm. and come ballerina and scaffolding business. We're the cheerleader farm at the moment. <laughs> was that um, a, is that what? Cheerleader. Was that against cheerleader the Rams? Cheerleader field? It was the Rams 49ers. and the 49ers. So he carried 28 times, which is like, I mean, how reliant can a team be on a player? It's not good in basketball. What carries? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Get in the bin, mate. Not good in tennis either. Yeah, for 110 yards, he got here five of seven targets for 36 yards. And two touchdowns, super influential player in that game, but the score was still only like yeah. 41-39. So for the Rams, obviously, like if that guy gets injured, which is a high possibility for a running back, yeah. they're in deep shit. And Chicken Palmer had I put money put Did money you on hear that. him put his fucking bet on? Is yeah. he talking to the Gestapo or yeah, something? Yeah, like, he, was, he was talking to a robot that seemed to speak fluent Palmer. Yeah. It was interesting. Zero, zero, one, zero, <laughs> one. But he... Um, I think he's, he had, he's like giving his binary code yeah. to the bookie. I wanted to write it down just so I could just go and, go and stitch him up later, I feel but, like it's a bookie that's not entirely legal. To be <laughs> but he had LA plus 10? Yeah, that, that sounds familiar. Yeah, and so they lost... Sorry, they only won by three or four. By two, three. two, two. Ugh. I haven't, I haven't double checked it, but it was not thirty-nine forty. Yeah, and the, and the worst part is that I play NFL fantasy yeah. league. Excellent thing to burn the time. Uh, and the pl- person I'm playing this week has Todd in his team, Oof. so I'm fucked. But a good wow man, nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, the doctor, settle in, live audience. Let's hear all nineteen of them. Go. <laughs> now the it's, there's a now good moment. The there's a good moment in sport when you don't know if it's an eagle hawk or a wow man. And mm. I was there is going, a bit of a crossover. Sometimes you look yeah. at one oh. and you think, oh, geez, which category does this go Sport in? Sport just, uh, that's why we're here, isn't just it? Just offers you so many things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to define it for you poor people at home wondering. I was reading in the um, newspaper in the Sydney Morning Herald this morning about just random stuff in the sporting world <laughs> and came across something that you may have seen, some cryptic clues on Twitter about the hide-and-seek world championships. <laughs> That's not what I thought that was. Is that what that fucking bullshit tweet was? Those tweets <laughs> and those six people that you saw representing Australia. Oh, that last night. What? I didn't even read it. I was just like, uh. Flew over. That was this week, you know. How do you that know was, they got there? Sorry, this week. How do you know they got there? How do you know they're not hiding here? How do you know they're not in the room? Well, they don't. That's, just, that's a great so, part. Come out. And I was oh. reading about it and they've taken over this town in, in this sort of like ghost town in Italy. Um... And it used to be the Las Vegas of Italy, it was described as in the article. And they have, I think there's 18 nations come from all over different parts of the world. And there are all these in like complex courses where they go for different parts of the town. And you, it's the same good old um, rules of the schoolyard. You have 60 seconds to find a hiding spot. And you've so got to make it. Someone's doing that count. One, two, yeah. three. That's too fast. And then they've got to make it back to a. Oh, it's 44 designated... homes. That's 44 home, yeah. That oh. hide and seek's different, bro. No, it's, it's the same it's game, same but you've got to get back to a thing. Yeah, 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 to... right. I, mean, I think it's better for the sport it's aspect. Far yeah, far right. <laughs> um, there's going to be. What's pl- the team called? The team? They're vying for the golden fig leaf. 
Because <laughs> that's the best way to hide yourself is with a fig leaf. That's, right. that's what. How do you find this shit? Well, it's, in the paper. it's called hide and seek, mate. <laughs> you come across. <laughs> <laughs> you guys said that joke up before. Fuck off. There's no way that, that was too good. Oh, I voted. Put him. Um, so that was in. The, <laughs> Put yourself together. Me, You're so happy with it. Look the, at that. The golden pages. Um, that trumps Pat Picardi's back into the fucking <laughs> deal. Oh. We should do sandwich bets on the, on the fucking hide and seek championship. Yeah, well, that's where it all started. But I came across on my on this um, uh, eagle hawk hunting moment and came across another amazing sport, which I'll we'll talk about shortly. <laughs> but back to real life and <laughs> the, the visible life. Uh, AFL have the Telstra tracker, which is GPS um, locating of all the players, so you can get all the stats. Yep. Um, and every sports fan loves the stats oh, behind. Yeah. What players are doing and stuff, and not to—they track the distance, they track their acceleration speeds, yeah. they track their heart rates, and some of these blokes in the um, finals this weekend were running at thirty-three kilometers an hour, <sighs> which is a sprint, and kicking goals. Yeah, well, like well, doing it, doing it. So yeah. they're running. There's the top five speeds were 33, 29, 28, oh, 28 and a half, mm. all up in the high twenties, and kicking. Dead straight goals yep. from up to 50 metres away. And as a human, if one human did it once, just like ran once, got to 33 yeah. and kicked a goal, people were like, fuck, man, that's unreal. Yeah. He plays an entire game yeah, yeah. doing that. Doing that. Even if he does it once but has to play an entire game tackling dudes. Yeah. But like you watch, you watch AFL and they do it so naturally, but I don't know if you've ever tried actually running and trying to kick straight mm. at at a speed. Um, it's it's cool. very difficult. I, I get up to 33 down. all the time, but I don't, I don't ever try and kick. In your car, try, in a right. school zone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's another wailment of um, this week. Just wait for next week when the that AFL finals have happened. P-Dog. And the NFL does that shit where they wear vests and get that kind of crap. Yeah, so and they get interesting statistics. Oh, yeah. But, um, that it was keeps rad. you accountable for you. you can't, there's no lazy moments. You can't yeah. stop, yeah. You can't stop yeah, for a Donnie, can you? designed to tell you how, <laughs> how hard you're working. You can't do a packer where you just pull out the old sausage and let it do a piss in the <laughs> oh. field because they measure that crap. Great origin <laughs> moments. You're in LA. Miguel, what's your wailment? Oh, have you already done it? It's me. It's you. Hey, uh, do you remember a while ago I was nah, I was talking about San Diego Chargers. I talked to the doctor then, and they were giving away free tattoos in LA. Yeah, I, I got another. <laughs> Did you get one? No, nah. oh. I got another wowman though from this Chargers debacle. San Diego. This is from this marketing department's gold. This is from a newspaper. Oh, this is from Fox News. San Diego restaurant celebrates Chargers losses with free tacos. <laughs> the Chargers move to Los Angeles from San Diego has been dealt. With, in a predictable fashion, not great. The city of San Diego has already made their opinion of the relocation pretty clear, but some restaurants are giving back to the San Diego community in other ways. Sh- uh, sh- oh, fuck. Sh- Schwadenfeld? Well, what's that stupid German word? Schadenfreude. Thank you. I was reading it, which means I couldn't possibly say it. It's one of the most powerful <laughs> forces in I can't sports. read. <laughs> Goddamn German. There's so many fucking <laughs> consonants in that word. And an umlaut. And the owner of the El Paso Grill is celebrating the phenomenon. this phenomenon with free tacos. They're going to be out of business. After, after every charge is lost this year, <laughs> patrons can go up to the grill and say, Spanos Tacos, and Spanos is the name of the guy who moved them, so that's even greater as it is. Uh, and you get f- treated with a free taco. And why? Victor Lopez doesn't mince words. Uh, my main purpose is so charges hopefully lose, he said. They lose 16 games. That means 16 times that you can come and get a free tar- taco, and that's okay with me. Thanks, dude. I love that kind of crap. 
And uh, that's my wow moment because free tacos are the best. Yeah. At any point, that's wowski. Watching from the sideline, watching like an eagle hawk. Now, unfortunately, I'm staying in America because it turns out, <laughs> it turns out that T Rump listens to the podcast. Uh, a few oh, really? weeks ago, again, I was talking about uh, some American, African American players kneeling during the national anthem and how uh, amazing that was that it was taking off. Turns out, though, T Rump, like normal, hates stuff and so it's gotten understandably shitty about normal things. I read this in the Washington Post. Trump turned sports into political back, a battleground with fiery comments about the NFL and NBA's Stephen Curry. Now, settle in because this is going to go as long as one of P Doctor's wow moments. So. <laughs> President, pre, president, he is president. I'm sticking with president. President Trump turned professional sports into a political battleground Friday night into Saturday, directing full-throated anger towards African-American Nuclear athletes. Nuclear missiles aren't a sport, by the way. <laughs> who have spoken out against him and prompting a response from the National Football League, its players, and arguably the best basketball player in the world. In a span of roughly 12 hours, as the sports world of the American sports world would typically be gearing up for college football and baseball pennant races, Trump ensnared and agitated the most powerful sporting league in North America and perhaps the most popular athlete in American sports. His comments set the stage for a potential mass protest Sunday along the NFL sidelines. At a political rally Friday in Huntsville, Alabama, which is near where the boys are traveling now, Trump called on NFL owners to release players who demonstrate during the national anthem in the same manner as former San Francisco 49er quarterback Colin Kaepernick, who knelt last season during to draw attention to police violence against African-Americans. Saturday morning on Twitter, Trump rescinded a White House visit invitation to Stephen Curry of the NBA championship champion Golden State Warriors, although it's unclear whether the Warriors were even invited in the first place, <laughs> which is a classic Trump thing. Like, you can't come, you definitely can't come, or my invitation say no. And You've people got like a really I didn't great get impersonation of that oh, guy. It's going to get worse because I've got to do a whole bunch of them, <laughs> and it's eventually going to turn into Mr. Mackey from South Park because <laughs> he's always talking okay. shit. Including <laughs> going to the White House is a considerable great honor for championships teams. Yeah, it's not. It's already fucked. Stephen Curry is hesitating. Therefore, invitation is withdrawn. Trump posted on seven forty-five a.m. on Saturday. Wouldn't you love to see him, clearly, of these, one of these NFL owners, clearly, when someone disrespects our flag to say, clearly, get that son of a bitch off the team right now, clearly, out, he's fired, clearly, he's fired, Trump said. You know, some owners are going to do that, clearly. he's going to say, <laughs> <laughs> that guy disrespects our flag, he's fired, clearly. and that owner, they don't know it, clearly, but they're the most popular person in the country. Clearly. Saturday afternoon, Trump doubled down on Twitter. If players wanted the privilege of making millions of dollars in the NFL clearly, our, or other <laughs> leagues, clearly, he or she should not be allowed to disrespect our great American flag and should stand for the national anthem, clearly, Trump wrote. If not, you're fired. Okay? Find something else to do. Once again, Trump has placed himself squarely at the centre of a wretch, uh, of a retching national debate over race. But unlike past presidents who have given at least some voice to desire a bridge, uh, the historic divide between the American life, Trump seems eager to lean into those disputes. That is what a, a fucking, fucking eagle hawk for sure. <laughs> Uh, I mean, uh, there's so much in there. That whole yeah, the NFL has already a whole bunch of players, and the NFL have come out and gone, uh, 
fuck off. Yeah. yeah. And we are going to work and so hard on racism. This shit is bigger than us. Like we, we work with colleges, high schools. We work peewee football. We work so hard to make sure everybody feels included because sport is a great way to bring people together. Fuck off. Don't stop trying to make this a thing. And then, and then basketball is also just like, and also fuck off again because this yeah. has got nothing to do with us. Stop bringing this, us into it. And we should all be coming together to stop being such a dick. He's made, I think this is a, I mean, everything he does, I seem to think is a stupid idea. Views are our own. But this is just mind-boggling that you would take on two of the most popular things in but the entire country. But he's putting his foot in it. He doesn't even have to go down that line if he doesn't want to. He's just, 100%. Like, it's he's almost like he needs something to, to write funny. on Twitter. I'm surprised he hasn't asked Twitter to increase the um, number of characters. I read an article yeah. about <laughs> why, they, why they should take, like, ban him from Twitter. You know how he did those inflammatory... Oh, that would be amazing. Oh, yeah. Inflammatory tweets about, like, nuking North Korea. Like, he didn't mm. say that, but it uh, insinuated that that mm. would be the result of them doing something. That's against the terms of service. Yeah. Yeah. Like, right. threatening well, violence. We can report users, so maybe <laughs> yeah, we can well, get... It must happen no all one's the time. Probably, No one's probably um, complained about it. Mm. Oh, well. Is it just me, or there are so many people in here that it's a fucking sauna it's this hot. week? It's yeah, hot. It's getting yeah. hot. And or and or the beer is so watery delicious that I'm sucking down those big boys like you it's got some under titty sweat going. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, I'm loving it. Thanks. Uh, that was a great. That's a great eagle hook, actually. I really enjoyed. Thanks, man. And since you've complimented, not enjoyed me, in the sense of no, the content, but enjoyed the uh, yeah scrutiny. That, yeah, and it's also interesting because I think I don't think Colin Kaepernick was the first person to kneel during the anthem, but he was the first black man to be. Yeah, right. Publicised during, yeah. during the anthem yeah, right. because he's a quarterback. I think a lot of linebackers, like a lot of other auxiliary players, have mm. knelt for a long time. Yeah. Uh, you complimented me, so you can go next. Great, thanks. I'm still watching the Matildas, for sure, from last week. Yeah. They beat Brazil again. Yeah. It's again like and this. again and again and again. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're going to... Thanks for lightening the mood a little bit. That's like really spurred it on. They they beat in Brazil like this excellent attacking style of football yeah. that is oh. just it's actually like awesome to watch, um, and the the eagle hawk in this is that Sam Kerr has been overlooked for best women's player of the year <gasps> in FIFA. Oof. So it was on Twitter a lot of people saying it'll be Sam Kerr will definitely be in the top ten and she was but she got cut uh, when they make it a top three. Mm. Um, I really wish I'd, I'd taken the goals that she gotten from club and country. But it, but it's 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 crazy. She scored several times for Australia in the last three games. Yeah. Mm. Against Spirit Brazil, she scored for Perth Glory. You know, almost on an average of one goal a game. Oof. And so she got edged out. I'm just going to read the bit from the article that I read. Uh, Matilda superstar Sam Kerr has missed the cut for the FIFA Best Women's Player Award after the shortlist was revealed at the ceremony in London. Twenty four year old striker who has scored three times against Brazil in the past week alone was overlooked in favour of American midfield Carly Lloyd. Venezuelan teenager Dana Castellanos and Lika Martins, who helped Netherlands to the Euro 2017 title. So, obviously, excellent players there. But all those recent goals would have been the... Not used, man. The, nation, the Champions Nation tournament where we played USA and Brazil and Japan, mm. that wouldn't have been counted in that sort of... Yeah, front. probably. Would have really? I reckon that would have all closed before then. Okay. But the buzz about the Matildas <laughs> is, is excellent. I really hope if and when they fall on a slump in form of some kind... Still They're still backed. Around. Yeah, the people still that speak it. about them in the same. There was two because obviously everyone's fired up, yeah. including myself, because yeah. the winner. Everybody is, loves a winner. Yeah, yeah, everyone loves a winner. But I hope that continues yeah. because yeah. they are actually a, a quality team doing quality shit. Yeah. On football. There was a great moment at the end of that game because they played up in Newcastle where a bloke Sam Kerr's number twenty, 
and Lucas Neal is number two. He used to be the captain of the soccer yeah, race yeah. back in the day. And he had gone to his jersey with some black electrical tape, crossed out the Neal part and written Kerr at the bottom. And oh, then I think I saw that actually. Put yeah, a zero... Uh, put a zero on the other side to make it look, so and great. Sam Kerr was brought to our attention, yeah. brought him on the field, and yeah. did the old jersey swap and signed it, which was oh. um, that was the amazing moment in that game. I thought so. He did that at Penrith. She found out about it because I saw it on Twitter because she had uh, retweeted it saying, "Find this guy for me. I want to yeah, like, get right. him a jersey." Blah, blah blah. And obviously, then it got set up, and then and that in happened. Newcastle. That's fucking great though that the sport would yeah. like that would take the league or AFL a month to fucking find someone make yeah. and do a round for blah blah. And they're just like, "Dude, get come down here. We'll, yeah. we'll stitch you up right now." That's Pat Pacanzi, that's one of the benefits of having under twenty thousand. Makes it a little bit easier. Yeah, you can find him. <laughs> 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 Barry. <laughs> <laughs> Barry's just taking a piss. He'll be back in a minute. All right. But the Brazilians didn't shake hands. Either after that series, yeah. and you know, and I think I think you'd be fairly salty. No, that's sport. Fuck you off. Fuck, well, you I, know, don't, I don't. I agree. Like Arsenal, you know, you're going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to be prepared to shake hands. <laughs> your own fans. <laughs> you go for Arsenal, don't you? I'm used to it. The West Tigers, the Swans. <laughs> I think the buzz is also about the football they're playing yeah, there as well. Sure. It's not like a fluke. It's not like Australia beating Thailand, like the men's team. Mm. This is like legitimate. Yeah. Skill, yeah, and I think even great. beside losing, like sorry, aside from winning, they, as you say, when you watch that, I don't, I don't particularly like football, and whenever I go to the uh, old Italian stand, the guy loves fucking football, so I'm often going to sit there and watch some some game match, or something yeah. happening somewhere, and it is so fucking it's worse than AFL, and so then to watch on to watch on television, but then. That game, he was just like, oh, this one's on now. So I was watching it with him and I was fucking on the edge of my seat. Yeah, like, I was like, like people get like the fuck out of the way. Was, yeah. No, yeah. 100%. And when Sam Kerr <laughs> scored her first one, it was fucking awesome. The kick, oh, it was yeah. great. It was and it's not only Sam Kerr, by the way. Yeah, yeah. There's some yeah. excellent players in Lisa that team. Lisa Yeah. Uh, you, you get to go. Yeah, my turn. So <laughs> talking about well, some great soccer. Are you going to find out your mix? Is it a, talking about soccer. Yeah. Um, the one of the, some of the best goals in the in a soccer game are the bicycle kick crosses mm. yep. converted. Yep. I was on my. Try to do one of those in real life. This is sorry about how he did one. I'm still he alive, just said I so was. No. I was on my search of um, looking at different um, sports as I've been doing and came across this um, Southeast Asian game, which is. I've seen 100% that. One hundred percent bicycle kicks. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's hacky sack on steroids. Yeah. They right. are playing in a. It's sort of like a volleyball formation or badminton. They've got two and sides of the court over a high net. I'm not and catch off, but there yeah. are three players on each team, and they only play with their feet. So they've got to get this small woven ball, um, which is probably halfway between a cricket ball and a volleyball. So it's like yeah. a mid-sized ball. ball. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's made of um, bamboo woven cane business, and these guys serve it like volleyball, and then they have to control it with their feet and to spike it over the net. They are inverting themselves, back flipping and landing back on their feet. Fuck me! And somehow they're defending it with their feet and <laughs> stopping the ball from hitting the ground with their feet, and then um, creating offense with it. And Can you I, get more than one touch? Unlike volleyball, it's like volleyball. I it's think like... there are three touches. Um, but you can only have one. You can't hack your sag it to yourself no, for a while. No, no. you've got to oh, you've got to use your teammates. But I tweeted the but link. The spikes to are it. insane Did because you? they just like upend themselves. Yeah, over and the it's net. like you watch it, and it's a game of highlights. 
Yeah. Wow. Every single kick is a highlight, and it's called sepak takraw, which means um, kickball in um, it's a pretty Indonesian. Name really. So it's pretty pretty simple to follow, but. Just do yourself a favour and have a look at the highlights that I put on Twitter, but also we'll have it. a look at YouTube. Yeah. Amazing sport. We'll do that. And we also have a Eagle Hawk from Facebook. Someone has written in, we'll call him HT. <laughs> They've oh, written, yes. hello to my sports best friends. I saw this today and wondered what you guys might think about it. Do you think kids ought to be in restricted seating or that nets impede on the view? Perhaps every parent with a kid needs to learn how to catch first wouldn't that be fun? They could all practice with the players beforehand. Now, this is coming off a video that she sent um, during a Yankees game. Yeah, baseball. Yeah, during a Yankees game, one of the players just does a, a normal foul. It allegedly goes for like 117... 70 metres. Uh, it was going at like 117 oh, miles per hour. Yeah, right. And then hits a young child... And then the the Major League Baseball wouldn't televise what happened to her because they were just like, it's too graphic. So yeah. they were just showing you the reaction of the players who have all like yeah. doubled down on the field trying to hold themselves up with bats or their mitts because they also don't know what to do because it's too like fucking yeah. bizarre and horrible. And so the only thing you see is the ball flies in the, into the crowd. What you presume is the dad kind of looks at the person, stands up and starts gesturing to people to come and help, and then they don't show you the, the crowd again. Yeah. And so so wh- how do you think that that's fixed? She's asked, do you think they should I be able to see the seating? Do you think the net should be longer? But that's poor parenting. Mm. The... Oh, how do you, <laughs> he just how comes do you... right out and says what we're all thinking. They... <laughs> You're going to a baseball game. Yeah. It's like going it's to occupational the, It's like going to the cricket. Like it's yeah. going to happen. Like yep. there's going to be sixes and fours. You've got to be awake to the game. And it's unfortunate that a small little girl copped it. But it is, when it's it an adult cops in the head. Can I just clarify that kid is okay? Or you're, I don't, we don't you're know. Not sure. yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, but when an adult cops in the head, okay. it hits the um, Fox News reels because it's so funny. But there's been some great yeah. moments where dads, <laughs> where dads have... Actually, been holding their yeah. baby with a beer in hand, and then just casually take the ball. Yeah. And then the like, best one down. I saw was of a kid who had a gl- had a mitt on, mm. and it was this the is the greatest game, video of all time. And it got like fucking launched at him, and yeah. he's caught it, and he's taken it down below where you could not see his hands anymore. No, you're you're telling this terribly. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> but he switched up. out the game ball yeah. for another ball that he bought. And he's just given it to these Casual. these twenty. He catches a ball. He catches this incredible ball in his mitt, but he already he has the ball in his hand. Sh- and he catches oh, that's it and right. turns it's in his hand, to yeah. this absolute babe. The kid is twelve. Yeah. yeah and he right. turns to this like twenty-eight year old knockout and like gives her the ball. And she's like, "Oh my god, that's so amazing! You're so amazing!" And he's getting hugs all this <laughs> shit. And the whole time he's in there going, "Damn, I'm getting the ball!" <laughs> <laughs> What a kid. Yeah. And I mean, oh, yeah, it's I so smooth. That, it's almost set up. I that's, think with the the sitting in another seat. But it's like fencing off the There's beach. There's a hundred places you're you can gonna, in that You could spot. potentially drown in a beach. They're not going to fence off the freaking water, are they? Oof. Like, yeah. And yeah, the thing I'm is, pretty, pretty I've, about I've this. been at that stadium and, and a bunch of baseball games. Every single seat at Yankee Stadium says in front of it, you beware are at risk of, of being fucking hit by of ball, balls, yeah. Yeah. And so you are sitting in a row of 32. Each seat has it in front of it. So it's not yeah. like one sign where it is every single seat. You need to be careful. And, and the that parents' views known on this... This uh, issue in particular, no. no. The video is just the horrificness of it. Yeah. But and when I was in Houston once with the most beautiful tiger and and family, and we were sitting in a very similar seat to this person, and they were all very jovial and having drink and having uh, having some food, and I was slightly on edge for the first three or four innings. So I was just like, 
you fucking idiots have no idea that this will go bang, bang, and then I need to slap it or try and catch it because yeah. because no one is yeah. Anyway, it's bizarre. And so no, I don't think the netting should be longer yeah. because that is terrible, and the game already costs so much money yeah. and to have lost it. But, Fencing it off. But no one's going to stop that other than a professional athlete. Even me ready and having some baseball experience, yeah. if a ball actually came, it would be near impossible to actually reflect it to a point where you can. Yeah. You might be able to get something on it, but even then you're breaking a finger or... Yeah, it's not. But you go to the game for that. That's part of the tension. I was going to say, right? baseball's got so little to watch anyway that <laughs> oh, kids snap. getting nailed by balls probably... <laughs> a lot of the year <laughs> for them. What were, the, what were some <laughs> of the other options? No Fencing off favourite sport. She suggested... <laughs> she suggested... Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm really interested in, man. Uh, she also suggested that the parents learn how to catch first and that they should do it maybe with the players <laughs> yeah, beforehand. Oh, they should have a kick to kick or a throw to throw. Yeah, or a throw to throw, throw before before up. I think that's an excellent idea. Dang. Yeah. Uh, but wouldn't happen because you'd have to practice smashing ones. Okay, let's move on. Ketchup. 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 I'm in way over my head. Uh, still possibly the best sound bite on the pod. The two being last week, I think I was one hunch. Yeah, I yeah, picked yeah. Crows. I, I, picked, uh, I picked all of AFL. And I, I think we all tipped NRL. Last week. <laughs> you picked GWS, Yeah, you? I only so got you? 50%. Yeah. Did they win? No. GWS lost. Yeah, the Crows won. And yeah. the Cowboys won in. I tipped the cows for sure. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we all tipped yeah, the cows in the storms. Keep up. But we were talking, the only thing we... How can I keep up from last week? I wasn't <laughs> even there. I tipped the Broncos, I think, too. Oof. Yeah. Uh, Just saying that. I'll ask Uncle Tim. Uncle Tim would... Oh, that's right. He's not here again. Um, <laughs> he's not interested in us anymore. <laughs> uh, but who are you tipping for the GF and AFL? Oh, no, we'll do NRL first. Who are you doing for the NRL GF? Uh, for the AFL Grand Final... Definitely. Definitely, but you're thinking about it. Definitely. No, there's no definites. I'm going for the Tigers just because they haven't they haven't won. And NRL? And NRL, I'm going for the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Who do you like? I'm going to go Tigers for the AFL. And, I mean, it's got to be Storms for the NRL. Can't be the Cows. Yeah. It's not possible. It's not. So Sorry. I'm tipping... <clears throat> I'm tipping the opposite of how I'm supporting. So I'm tipping Adelaide and I'm tipping Melbourne. Melbourne, yeah. I'm going for the Tigers and I'm going for the Cows. Uh, let's move on to... Oh, the sandbox are coming thick, thick and fast at the moment. I hereby declare Miami to be Smooth Jimmy's luck of the week. Uh, how did the locks go? Mine, mine came off. Mine got up. I lost. Yep. Uh, what was yours? I mean, oh, GWS. I GWS. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost the concept of the whole security thing. Yeah. You are a lock of hair rather than a lock. And also, Pat Bacantes, I think, got up. She tipped some... Napoli something around. Yeah, the Series yeah. 1 thing. Yeah, that got Serie A. Um, her, and my, her and I have the same lock this week, so I'll do hers and mine at the same time. We've tipped the... We've locked the Patriots to beat the Houston Texans in the NFL. Yeah, that's a pretty... I was actually thinking about locking that. I'm locking Falcons versus Detroit. I like how you guys go off go offshore just so you get a bit of um, variety. <laughs> that's the point of it. Oh, is it? That's why you watch well, your point of a lock is so that it's Can I just say the reason... <laughs> <laughs> One of the reasons I went down the hide and seek in the Sepak Takraw route <laughs> no one watches it. was to look for Lots. some odds and some competitions yes. that were a little bit um, out of the ordinary and yeah. found nothing. Oh. Um, the Sepak Takraw Championships finished in August, so. What do you mean? Who won? A lot of controversy. Um, <gasps> was it? Yeah, there was a walk off nearly. A what? Should Didn't walk go off. into it. Fuck. But. Um, and with their feet. Um, but. 
Australia is absolutely struggling in India at the moment in the one day. Oh, so yeah. You can lock so in. I'm going to lock in. You're in. Yeah, yeah we'll lock play. it in. I wish for a turkey sandwich on rye bread with lettuce and mustard and and. I don't want any zombie turkeys. I don't want to turn into a turkey myself, and I don't want any other weird surprises. You got it. Did we have any last week? You Possibly. know why I'm no. asking you. I don't think we did. I no, cleared I one up this week, though. Yeah, you did. That yeah, was paid. Thanks for that. One's been paid. What was, was it, the sandwich? Uh, it was a cheer. One of the fellow cheerleaders, the cheerleaders had a baby. Yeah. I had that they'd be a boy. He had that she'd be a girl. Oh yeah, he was wrong yeah. as usual. I, as usual. Uh, I want to <laughs> take a multi on the NRL and AFL NRL. Throw me a multi and I'll take it. I don't it. work for Tab, so I can't provide that service for you. So you're... I'll take whichever... T- I reckon they're all even odds, so I'll just take whatever you, you want to take. I'm not betting. I'd rather take Adelaide. Can we, when we get it, to get together in these holidays, can yeah. we just buy four sandwiches? Can I, you owe okay, me. You discussed that last week, didn't I'm going to say, obvious... All right, here's... Have four. We're going to have... We four were, of the best. Four I don't sandwiches. know how... I think it's only you two yeah, at the you moment. Yeah, you said two footlongs. No, 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 no. You and I both owe each other two, yeah. and you owe me an extra one from that other week. Okay. We got up to three, but if you do All this right. one, we're doing three each. Okay. If you win this one. Yeah. But if you lose, that's four, two. That's can we, can we make that happen, though? Yeah, for sure. In the Tuesday. one city. Yeah, in the one okay. city. In the one city. <laughs> we'll have a sandwich bed who can finish them. <laughs> yes. Double or nothing. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> uh, we're not Subway. No, 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 no. That's, um, that's too much fucking sugar. Subway's great. I'm gonna go. Oh, it's great, but you I'm gonna go the fairy tale route and oh, say the tigers and the cowboys, yeah, which is such a the stupid, wet dream, which is such a stupid sandwich. Twenty oh five wet dream. It's the fluffy. It's the fluffy white bit. Yeah. Okay. So the both of the in order to claim the sandwich, do those both, both need to come, come through? Off. Yeah. Cowboys. But so do mine. It's a multi bet. So I'm now taking Melbourne and Adelaide. Yeah. But if one of us loses, the whole thing falls apart. Yeah. All right. And how are you going over there? I'm good, thank you. No, you, oh. I don't like sandwiches. We should uh, do that over golf. Just saying. Mm. Oh yeah. And all your supporters turning up. Thank you very much. Yeah, bruh. <laughs> thank yous. I'll start. Uh, my first thank you goes, or my yeah, my thank you goes to the doctor who gave us a review on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote, "These guys can talk sport. Do yourself a favor and have a listen." I'm glad that you check these reviews all the time. I haven't mentioned anything because I didn't want to review myself. <laughs> yeah, well, you did. <laughs> but this dog. happened about five weeks ago. It happened in August. So <laughs> we are up to we are up to thanking ourselves. People. I thought they were censoring. You, we know you like people listen because I have statistics that show me that you listen. I can see it each week. People tweet us and talk to us and and text messages shit that they only know because of the pod. So you're there. Take our relationship to the next level, listeners. Review us. Join the fluffy so that we can cloud. thank you. Yeah, do, get, they like Mario Seeks. <laughs> yeah, take us. Has he? I mean, he's an epic legend, but is he reviewed in it? Mean, he will eventually, I'm sure. Yeah, no, I feel he's like on, he's just working up. He's to just it. Wait, yeah. Yeah, he's he's to waiting to write out. something meaningful. Re- he's seeing us in the canteen. He's like sitting at our table, and yeah. he's just going to ask one of us <laughs> the proms. Then I can't yeah. wait. Uh, <laughs> Doctor, have you got any thank yous? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. I've always wanted to say that. <laughs> so the first time he gets a thank you, he goes, yeah, that's enough for me. <laughs> well, Touche. Right. Miguel, please help uh, us out. I'm thanking all of the Blake Ferguson haters. So during mm. Saturday Night's Game, I tweeted, You can read out all the people who liked it. Yeah. Yes. Well, no, I'm not going to. Oh. But there are a lot of them. Blake Ferguson is a six-fingered, grubby piece of utter dog shit. All other arguments are invalid. A lot of hate. Yeah, I, a lot of sorry, traction. Sorry, no, traction. Traction yeah. is the positive yeah. one that you get. 
lot of comments, hilarious, hilarious gifts. Yeah. And I would like to thank all those people for supporting me through that tweet. Yeah. I'd also like to thank the Dicks boys who some of them actually listen to the pod. Yeah. And Pat Betsy in particular, who's an NRL head who added a lot to my my acumen tonight. Oh, right. So, thanks. And so it will now know if he listens all the way to the end. Yeah. he listens to bits and Gets bobs. I wonder if this I'm is sure the bob he, or the I'm bit. I'm sure he doesn't. Mm. Now, just before the thank yous are over. <laughs> oh, you've got one, do you? No. I do, I do. <laughs> Now, I was reminiscing and um, Sophia, Lee, Sophia Lee just swooped oh, in. Oh, in the, in the, in the corner of the room. It's in the year. Um, she reminded me of it's a, a conversation we had at, um, at, at this afternoon playing cards while we are getting shellacked. Mahjong. And we're talking about the PCYC and how we used to go there all the time like, as kids yeah. and the things that we used to do. And I was reminiscing about the Legal. Swans coming there. Um, one high school um, visit, we went up there to meet the Swans. And you know when um, players from teams come out and they're always the reserve grade yep. rubbish. Anyway, these <laughs> reserve grade rubbish—they're the guys that have to go. To Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, reserve grade rubbish. They're the guys that have to go to community service just because they want to be a part of the team. But this bloke called Jude Bolton came, right? And we were in I I think year name. ten, That's and that guy was from the reserve grade. And I was like, like seriously, if you want me to support your your game, like send in players that I want. Jude Bolton played three hundred games for this ones, yeah. and he's all over Channel Seven. He's one of the best ones players. So I just want to thank him for um, playing so well and letting me diss him and not early on, fairly. and not say thank you earlier. Uh, right, <laughs> and I'm sure he listens to the pod. Well, like all Sydney teams and the most important sporting codes in Australia, we can no longer continue missing us already. Then get involved with us through socials. You can find the doctor on Twitter at at the P Doctor or Miguel at. Schmick Riviera. And me at The Biggest Tiger. Find the pod on Facey and give us a share and a review via <laughs> at SportsBFS. You can also find the pod on Insta and Twitter through SportsBFS. We encourage questions, comments, and, of course, fans. Or likes on Miguel's anti-Fergie Ferg tweets. Or thank yous. Please. <laughs> or reviews. Please don't forget to subscribe and review us on iTunes because the Apple robots love that. And with that, please tune in next week to find out from the Doctor if the West Tigers' weird Melbourne cousin win the grand final. Miguel telling us about the excitement of staying up way past his bedtime to watch essentially toy trains go around in circles <laughs> till one accidentally derails. And from me explaining in nauseating detail how the West Tigers can win the NRL Premiership again, which, by the way, may be us insanely blind drunk next week after the I think that's going to be an excellent po- podcast, Big Tech. Yeah. Anyway, talk to you then, sports best friends. Yay. Clapping! <laughs> <laughs>